everyone, I'm Tara, and this is Tarascope, a place where relationship dudes who don't trials into relations are discussed. Hey you guys, I just want to give you a heads up and let you know that this episode does have a few technical difficulties. So you will hear a few skips and lags. That is because when I was recording, for some reason it had a delay. And so you'll hear that delay throughout the episode. But please be aware that it's an extremely dope episode. And the information that the therapist Jalissa is giving is extremely helpful. And this is an overall great topic for Tariscope. So please do not allow the audio and the technical difficulties that I had hinder you from enjoying the content overall. And I apologize. I'm working to get better. Welcome back. I am super amped up about this episode. If this is your first time listening to Tariscope, welcome. Get comfy and get ready to enjoy the Tariscope experience. If you're returning, I want to say what's up and welcome back. I love the ongoing support. It keeps me going. So I am Jalissa McDonald. Thank you. Thank you. So Jalissa was born and raised in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Mm-hmm. where she graduated from Florida Atlantic University with her bachelor's in psychology. So walk us, I know you moved to Atlanta, so the time frame of when, when you moved to Atlanta uh, after you received your bachelor's into when you received your master's. Okay, so I graduated um, from Florida Atlantic University in 2013. Um, shortly after that, I started my master's program, I think a year later, because I kind of played around a little bit. So I started a year <laughs> you, later. You deserve that. You, know, you deserve yeah, you, you deserve you know, a little time exactly. off. Yeah, yeah. I need a little chill time. So um, I started the following year, um, studied. Then I I transferred from, um, started working on my internship out there in Kennesaw, Georgia. Okay. And then shortly after that, I graduated February 2019. So that's current. Very, very current. And so you, your master's was in marriage and family therapy, and yes. that was from North Central University. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Experience working with a variety of different people. So married couples, individuals, millennials, children, and adolescents. So my question is, what group do you enjoy counseling or therapizing more? Okay. I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest. I enjoy millennials. I enjoy adolescents. Mm-hmm. always been a passion for me and I enjoy individuals. Uh, couples and married, married couples and couples in general, I mean, they're great. It's always a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. There's different issues, different things that they're coming um, to the office um, needing help with. Um, but I, I do have a lot of experience with couples and um, married marriages and then I I've done a lot of premarital counseling. So. Okay. And so, only work with. Currently, I am working with um, families. So I'm working with parents, and I'm working with children. Sometimes I'm just working with an individual. So it just depends. Um, looking at right now. Okay, and that's where you kind of want to stay at, or you. Um, I mean, ultimately, my my goal, I want to open up a uh, mentorship community center. Oh, wow. Um, reaching out uh, to the community. But basically, I want to um, incorporate incorporate therapy, 
um, with recreational programs, dance, theater of, of the art. So it's going to be a whole... Wow. It's going to be a whole thing. So right now I'm working on completing these hours to get fully licensed. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, I'm taking off. That's amazing. That sounds really, really dope. Right. I think that's super, super important because we do all the other things. Maybe really actually I feel a void or try to fill a void with, like you said, the arts and stuff. Right, right. So that I would love to see that happen. I think that's again this week's topic. Is there anything else that you want to add? You want the audience to know where they can find you if they may want, you know, a marriage counselor or a therapist, anything like that? Can they reach you anywhere? Um, currently, uh, you can, I'm currently working with, um, a facility, for lack of a better word, in Rockdale, um, area, um, within Georgia, uh, definitely reach out to me, go ahead, you would just call Family Ties, uh, mention my name, and then they'll link you up to come out and come see you and we can, you know, work together in building, um, what you see forth and the goals that you want to obtain. That's so dope. So... I want to ease into this conversation. Um, so can you start by telling me the difference between a therapist and a counselor? Okay. Typically there, um, I won't say there is not a difference. Um, a counselor, I would say is, um, you might not have, you might not be fully school. You get your undergrad, you go, then you then go and get your uh, master's degree. Shortly after that, you do, um, hours and you take an exam and then you gain your license those that would be considered more of a therapist okay. a counselor is kind of like i mean you can kind of do so as much therapist once you're fully like you can build whatever you want to build to be honest with you oh wow to be honest it's actually a guy out in i believe he's in marietta his name is david Woodsfellow. he literally charges couples six hundred dollars an hour and honestly i feel like that's oh, you know that's ridiculous but <laughs> He, you can literally charge whatever you would like, um, but as as far as in a counselor's position, you you cannot charge as much. There's a little bit of a cap oh, wow. there um, because you don't have the experience. And a lot of a lot of uh, companies now are looking for you to be fully licensed, so that kind of stops you um, and being able to work with people in general. Oh, so wow. it just depends. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And so further on that, what's the main difference between marriage counseling and couples therapy? Okay, so marriage counseling, um, well, the big difference is they're married, mm-hmm. and then couples counseling, you got two people coming together, and um, they might have their, they might have um, some issues going on, um, and they're just trying to see if they can both coexist, you know, coexist mm-hmm. um, before you know making that step to marriage. Um, whereas married couples kind of have stepped into a new realm mm-hmm. of things that have been, you know, living together, you know doing things together, traveling together. They've been through some things, and um, it's a matter of how do we... Can- Two different. Two, there, there, yeah, it is a difference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. So I just want to make sure we're all on the same page before we like really get into this topic. So when my friend introduced or told me about you and asked if, they, if I wanted you on, the answer was an automatic yes. Okay. The challenge I was having was what do I talk about? Like, what questions do I ask? Um, I think I mentioned to you, I was like, I don't know if my audience is really ready to hear these kind of conversations. Most of the time, it's like really lighthearted and kind of jokey, jokey. Right, right. And so I kind of struggle with the idea of, okay, I'm going to have a therapist on. What do I say to her, right? (laughs) So I finally decided to take a little small journey, I guess you can say, 
we kind of look at all aspects um, when mm-hmm. we're talking about dating relationships and then the potential of marriage um, and kind of give so and kind of get your like expert um, expert advice on all of that leading okay. up to that point of you know the nuptials and you know what I think most people are kind of looking for when they're this age okay so for the first part we can use me as an example I'm single and I feel like I'm ready for that next step I feel like I'm ready for a marriage and for a family and all of that good stuff okay. so when it comes to thoughts what are some things I should be cognitive of when I'm dating um and that could be in myself or with the people I'm dating okay um well first of all with 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 you being single and you you said you want to move on and to be married yes so something long term so I'll be leading up to like a long like a serious relationship with long-term goals and then you know the idea of marriage well, one thing I would ask you is, um, have have you really experienced your single life being, knowing, you know, who you are, the things that you like, the things that makes you Tara? Yeah. You know, have you? Okay. I thought so I have. I think, I think that's like, that's one of the biggest things when you're single. Sometimes people look for, um, uh, what was it? Validation from other people mm-hmm. or from, from your mate. You look for that. So, and sometimes you're running to this mate to try to fulfill certain voids. So if you're able, I feel like to you're able and you know who you are as a person, you know, your likes, your dislikes, you know, what makes me happy, you know, even, you know, in a relationship, I still have a form of independence mm-hmm. within a relationship and not um, codependent all the time. I said, I think that that is a great thing to push you towards now being in a relationship with somebody. Okay. But then once now that you're in that relationship with somebody, now you have to figure out, okay, um, it's not just about, it's not the Tara show anymore. So, <laughs> or Tara scope, you know. So it's no longer that. It's now you have to, okay, you have this other individual that has certain needs, wants, things that they have um, perceptions of different, you know, ideas. And then you have yours. And so now the question is, how do we coexist with one another um, and be able to make it work. So certain thing, certain you know things that you would definitely need to know um, is communication. Communication, and I know it's kind of cliche you hear it all the time. Yeah. You know, oh, you gotta have communication, but you definitely have to have that because it's almost like if um, I've never seen you in person and I, you you send me a text message and. You may send it, you may add an exclamation point to the message. Yes. I may feel like you're, you know, screaming it out to me, but you may just feel like, you know. I'm excited. I'm just, yeah, exclamation. Right. right, exactly. So I feel like communication be t- can be taken so many different ways. Mm-hmm. It's your tone, you know, um, the how quickly you speak, how softly you speak. So it's a lot of things that you have to interpret. And then, of course, you know, with couples and, and it's definitely uh, going into marriage, and you're under one household, that's a whole nother ball game, you know, mm-hmm. where you used to having things this way and that way, or um, you're a little bit more clean than, let's say, your mate. Mm-hmm. That can, you know, because you're used to your space being your space, and now you have another individual invading that, and mm-hmm. it's kind of, it takes a lot of understanding and, okay. um, and conversations around that. So that's step one. I'm So step one is we understand who we are. Mm-hmm. That's the most important. Most important. Living... Knowing that you lived the single life, knowing that you know who you are as an individual, that's when you, that's when you're ready to take on knowing and fully getting to know someone else. I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So I just want to make sure we are on the same page with that's like how you should know when you're ready to like move forward with taking someone else seriously. Okay? Yes. Yes. So uh, you kind of mentioned 
Um, so now we're in this relationship. Things are getting serious. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe let's say they have mentioned or danced around the idea of marriage and children, but never anything like super serious. Do you suggest that a couple have a talk before they propose uh, or they should have that conversation after? I think you definitely should have a conversation before. Okay. Um, and, and and you're saying when you say the conversation, you're saying the conversation of marriage or of marriage. Saying, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think you should have a conversation before because um, what would be the point of of you guys, you know, or somebody proposing to you and then now you're having a conversation before, it, you know, you could have saved money or something. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> good, good. I would hope that we would be on the same page before, <laughs> before um, we go that that far. Yeah. So I guess some of my questions were... You know, um, what I would ask you is when you're looking, when you would want to settle down with somebody or marry somebody, what are some of the things that you're looking for from that mate? Oh, this is not who's... Mm-hmm. I got, oh, yeah. oh, dang. <laughs> oh, no, I ain't not going to be putting... Okay, so repeat the question for me one more time. I ain't know how to answer it for real, for real. Okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay so if you're... if Let's hypothetically say mm-hmm. marriage has been mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. or you, you know, you're thinking about moving to another level with someone or whatever... Okay, what are you necessarily looking for from that person to uh, for you to know yourself that this is you're willing to want to be married or you you would if they want to get on their knee, would you say yes? You know, what are you looking for? I'm looking for and I say the word partner loosely. I feel like I feel like kind of with communication. <laughs> people say, oh, I want a partner. I want a partner. You're like, what is that? Right. But I want someone who supports me and what I have going on because okay. I, like, I understand this is not like an easy thing um, cause I want this to go really big and it's going to be it's going to take a strong individual to either A want to be in the limelight with me right. with this or B not be in the limelight with me but not be offended that they're not in the limelight with me so I want a okay. partner that is extremely supportive and understand that if I'm out or whatever, um, I record a few times with guys and it could be late, it could be early, whatever, it could be hours at a time or recording with someone or meeting with someone. I don't want someone to have um, a lot of insecurities, understand that kind of can come up. Right. Um, and I want someone who is patient. I can be, you know... Maybe a little bitchy sometimes here and there. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little some, you know. And I want someone who's patient with me and understands right. that, you know, sometimes I just have to work through my emotions because um, I can be a little dramatic and stuff like that. And those kind of would kind of let me know that I'm looking forward to, like, next steps with someone if they are just able to accept me for who I am. Like, right. I've accepted me for who I am. And I just want, you know, even if you don't agree with all things, just mm-hmm. understand, like you said, it's conversation. Like, just let me know, like, hey, Atara, when you talk to me like that, I don't like that. Right. Or whatever. Right. Then I can check myself. But if you don't mention it and I just keep going about it and it's like three years or months later, you'd be like, well, why didn't you say that then? Because exactly. now I'm accustomed exactly. to, like, doing this with you. Exactly. And you should have just nipped that in the bud. The first time it happened, I would have been cognitive and I could have changed my behavior. Now I'm used to this and now it's harder for me to like, you know, backtrack and adjust. Definitely. Um, so I guess that would be some quick things that I would say I would know if someone really supports and communicates and is, you know, accepts me for who I am. That's okay. Major. Okay. So is there is there actually um, a time frame in which, you know, you have to see these things um, happening with you or is it more or less... Um, but I guess I guess part of my question is if if let's hypothetically say that person um, you you come across you know like you say 
uh, for lack of better words, <laughs> a little caddy, you know. So you come across that way to that individual, mm-hmm. and um, and they're they they have their moments where they're able to stick it out, and they have their moments where they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, are you quick to make decisions to move a person to the side, or you know, to be done with them, or are yeah. you you know, um, long suffering? Oh, that's a really good question. Oh my goodness. So it's a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. I mentally, I can be really quick to cut somebody off. Okay. Let me phrase it. I will say I'll cut somebody off really quickly. Okay. And then I will have to deal with it internally, trying to just kind of suffering with that, that decision by myself. Even if I don't want the decision to be true. Okay. I would be like, I'm done with this. I don't leave me alone. Don't call me. Don't text me. I'm done. Bump this. I can't. Right. And then as soon as all that comes out my mouth, I'm like, why the hell did I just make that irrational decision? Mm-hmm. And I would just stick it out, you know, um, depending on how much I care about the person, then I'll have to, you know, like eat that pride <laughs> exactly. and, you know, and call and be like, hey, you know, maybe I was being a little dramatic. I apologize. But I will say I'm really quick to say those things. I am. Okay. I am. Well, honesty is, a, is yeah. the best policy. <laughs> Y'all get the real talk of this. I'm like, I didn't know she was gonna. Apologize. I didn't know she was gonna ask me all these kind of questions. I wasn't prepared, but here we go. Here we go. Oh, we're flipping the script <laughs> this episode. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. Well, the fact that you're able to, you know, realize certain things mm-hmm. that um, that you have to work on, because that's that's part of it too, right? You know, the fact that we're not perfect, mm-hmm. even though you know some of us strive for perfection, some of us are, you know really strict on ourselves and that kind of thing but the same way that your partner needs work is the same way you need work so it's a it's a matter of okay am i willing to deal with your problems Mm -hmm. and is it is it too much for me or can i find some type of way to make this thing you know work or panel out and if you can get past that you are um because you don't want them to be selfish or you you to build but it's just a matter of choice and you know choice for both people really because um, it's two selfish people you know coming together mention that we should have that kind of discussion about marriage prior what are mm-hmm. some things that should be mentioned during that con- that dialogue during that part of the conversation like what are we going over when we're talking about marriage sure. with, with your mate with, yeah with my mate okay so mm-hmm. what are some things that you should be discussing mm-hmm. okay um, you can okay you discuss certain things like belief systems um, cultural beliefs, like you know, what is your opinion? If you're if you have a religious background, mm-hmm. like myself, listen, do if we were to have children, would I believe if we don't believe the same thing? Dang. How do we want? If I can't have kids, are you okay with that? Mm. Because it, honestly, I had a I had a couple um, who um, they were they were all you know butterflies in premarital counseling. They got together. They actually you know followed through with the marriage thing. A year and a half later, mm-hmm. um, the guy wanted to come back and see me separately. He didn't want to you know, and so the wife was aware that he wanted to see me, which she had no problem with. So we started doing individual sessions. Um, well, uh, basically he had he had come back because of the struggles and the stressors that was occurring within. Him. Never he never um, addressed those issues with his wife, which what we, you know, which in, in session we're working on these things right to kind of get him to be. Um, Oh, you know, his wife was going on, but for whatever reason, he didn't know to her. Um, meanwhile, she's going through day in, day in, you know, wondering when are we going to have kids and things had switched completely. So a lot of things you might want to cover. OK, if I can't have kids, what is our next option? What are we going to do? Um, 
Um, what would that mean? Divorce? What are grounds? No, you can do this maybe two times and I'll still stay. Whereas you have another person that's saying, okay, if you cheat on me, that's it. Like I'm done. So you have to work on that. You know, you have to, um, talk about what's with some other things. Um, what are some things that's annoying? What are some things, you know, to try to figure that thing out? Um, it's a lot of different, honestly, it's a lot of different components. <laughs> I can go on and on and on, but that it's a lot. deep. Yes, it's, it's a lot. Because what got me was the grounds for divorce. Because I would never have that kind of conversation. That wouldn't even be a conversation. When I'm thinking of marriage, I wouldn't think of marriage in the same breath of a conversation. But like, okay, but what are the grounds for divorce? Like that wouldn't even, to me, like that was so yeah. helpful. That's really important. Like that, I would never. Things that I have to go through, different sections. And you know, to name a few, some of the things we have to talk about is sex. Because okay. you may have one partner who's overly sexual, mm-hmm. and you may have a partner who is not sexual at all. So, okay, what is too much and what is not enough? Okay. So you, you have to compromise there. Unless you two, you know, two people that just go in, you know. So. <laughs> Unless y'all both are dry, y'all both are on, y- 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 then y'all work, y'all on the same page. <laughs> so, yeah, you have to talk about what what are you bringing to the table? What am I bringing to the table? Even in this state, I'll be living out of the country. You have to talk about, okay, if my mother or my father were to get sick and needed my help, are you okay with me if, we, if we're making a lot of money? Are you okay with me giving back to my parents or, or do you view that different? Or if my parents are getting old and they can no longer take care of themselves, would we want my parents to live okay. under the household with us being newlyweds or what we want to put them in home it's 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 a lot of things you have to think about it's a lot people really realize everything that you really need to be talking about oh you know yes i want to marry you and you <laughs> pick out colors of what you know your wedding dress and stuff and who gonna be in it no yeah. it's 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 way more than that because you know life in a single life you know, life throws circumstances and situations at you where you're yeah. like, oh my God, what am I... Now it's a whole different body. You have two families coming together. Yeah. You have two... It's it's a lot. So it's like... It is... It is something. This is... This is... This is a crazy, insane topic. Okay. So <laughs> what are some things... You mentioned one. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other topics that you notice have come up um, a lot when you're dealing with couples? Um either I guess in the premarital stage or you know at, during the counseling stage of their marriage what are some things that kind of come up consistently when it comes to I guess them trying to make I would say the ability to um get the families together I've seen that a lot where you have a family who um well you have the let's say the female side of the family uh, they don't like either the the the, the mates the husband or whoever they don't like that side of the family or you have um finances is a a big thing because money has a tendency to make people stress out a Mm -hmm. lot so if you have a you know overly um a lot of debt and stuff like that so now it's like okay we have bills we're trying to do this we're trying to do that how are we going to make that work that's been a um something that's constant happening and communication has been a is has been a very that is the foundational piece of everything because if you think about it if you kind of have a good view of communication and you can communicate well with your partner then you can pretty much go you know get through anything Mm -hmm. which is finances because that's the conversation it's it's communication is everything and trust and being honest with one another is the biggest things that i happen to see because excuse me because that's where a lot of um uh, conflict comes about. 
Okay, so you mentioned communication a few times. It's mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. right at twenty five <laughs> minutes, right? Yes. And we mentioned communication. I would see. I want to say like four times already. What tips can you give for communication? Okay, what tips? I would probably say, if, if okay, you need to one. If one person is speaking. Sit back and listen. I think it's a lot of times, half the time, some majority of people are listening to interject or listening to see what you just said so I can defend that. But they don't they're not listening to the whole piece. So as a therapist, a lot of times we see this as kind of like, okay, they're battling in the, in, on the couch <laughs> and you're kind of like, okay, let me get all this. Let me, you know, chew the, chew the meat and spit out the bones. Let me see what's for me and what's not. And because um, it's not all about the content of what's going on. I'm fussing about the dishes. I'm fussing about, you know, you didn't pick the right restaurant yesterday or whatever. It's not even about that. It's about I, I wasn't heard. Mm-hmm. I wasn't heard. And I don't feel like what I'm saying is important to you. That's really the key of what 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 I feel like a lot of couples are missing. So. I would say don't respond. I mean, well, respond and really listen, and then you check in with your partner. So that would be like step two. You check in. So, for instance, if me and you are having a discussion, and it's it's a hot discussion, I'm speaking first. So I'm speaking, and you're not interjecting. At that point, you're supposed to check in with me. So you would simply say, okay, so what you're saying is... And then if that is correct, I would nod or say, yes, that's exactly what I mean. If for whatever reason, I, you know, for whatever reason, you... You are now saying something that is verbatim to what I am saying, or it's not it's not adding up to what I have just put. And then after you've gotten exactly what I'm saying, now it's your turn. So sometimes and before you know it is, oh, my God, I don't like the fact that um, you didn't clean these dishes the other day. Well, I don't like the fact that you didn't. Um, oh, my God. Well, you you shouldn't um, remember yesterday. Remember, that stone, all you're doing is adding stones upon stones upon stones. Before you look, you have a whole wall. And you trying to figure out, how, and then and then you're wondering how the argument has has gone <laughs> all the way, right? So, but if you're able to check in with your partner and see exactly what's going on, you get you get the message, and you're able to say, okay, is this what it was? Yes, this is exactly what I meant. And then you tend to you work through that one issue, and then you move on. That is that is that is great advice. My ex said that to me. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm aware, but before then, I was doing the same thing. Like, I was listening, and as soon as that one thing came about, I disagreed with, bow, bow, I don't want to And he was like, Tara, you're not even, he was like, you're just listening to 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 respond. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And he was like, Tara, you're doing it now. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, God damn it. And I had to sit back and realize, like, oh my goodness. Right. I am. Like, I... everything that you said that made sense, cool, but as soon as I hit that one thing mm-hmm. that I disagree with, I'm like ready to speak and exactly. defend my point of view when that is that's real. That is right, right, yeah. Because I mean, and then some, and then some couples. Okay, you hurt me, so I'm gonna hurt you twice as bad. So now I'm now I'm I'm hitting below the belt. I'm mm-hmm. saying things that that I know you're gonna feel just as bad as I feel, and it's gonna be a whole another. Now you and then and then I know it's cliche again, but your words, what you speak out, you can't take that back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's up when you're speaking to somebody, you know, with these negative, violent, you know, words, and then that person now has to take that and and they don't know what they're doing. It's it's like they have to make that decision to say, okay, do I want to, you know, be done with that and just give her another chance and not really hold her to that? Mm-hmm. Or do I still, you know, go on with the relationship, but I still feel some type of way about that? And so 
It's, that's why that's another thing with with couples you have to make sure when you're upset and I always tell couples this when you are upset and you know good and well if you know level seven is where you pipe off you pop off then at level four you need to be saying you know what let's talk about this later I can't I can't do it right now because I feel I don't want to get to the point to where I'm gonna say something that I'm gonna regret so let me take a pause let me take a let's let's do a timeout and we'll well, you'll, we'll get back to this an hour later. Whatever each person mm-hmm. needs. So that, too, is something being able to, okay, if that means, you know, you like to exercise to cool yourself down and he may like reading mm-hmm. or playing the game, do that for an hour or so and then come back. Because a lot of times when you're in that emotional state, you tend to, you say everything you feel at that emotion. And then, like you said earlier, you come back and you're like... Now, why did I just say all that? I, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, God, now I got to call this boy back. So it's a whole other thing. So how do you revisit that conversation? Because that's the part I don't like doing. Okay. I like to stay on the phone and I just want to hash it out and be done with the conversation. Okay. And I understand that sometimes I will I will be at four and then you made that say that one thing. I thought I had time before I got to seven. Mm-hmm. You said that one thing and I skipped all the levels and I'm at seven now, right? <laughs> right, so, right. How do you revisit that conversation? Like, how do you restart that? Okay, well, typically, um, you have to have open mind, you know, be able to hash the, the stuff out that we're going through. So you would typically, you know, go to, and you know, everybody's different, um, so it's not one way. Mm-hmm. But you would go to your partner and say, hey, um, are you ready to talk? You know, something simple. Are you ready to talk? Um, because I, I know, you know, the conversation that that we had yesterday or whatever didn't go as well. And I know it didn't go well for you. And so I just want to take this time for us to really sit and listen and talk, you know, with the with the with the nice, you know, a straight mind or, you know, whatever. Again, to get past this issue. So and then you would just start the conversation. And another another thing is you're not always you say now you're pointing the blame. It's, it, this is not a blame thing. <laughs> because <laughs> Why is she talking about me? <laughs> and you and you and you. A lot of times um, in therapy, you have to. Um, Take ownership. Mm-hmm. So it, you you say I didn't like I didn't like feeling this way because blah 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 blah. But you're never I didn't like the way because you said that you was gonna, and that that becomes the blame, right? And then it's kind of like they're they're typically unless you have somebody that's really good that's willing that's not taking any blame, mm-hmm. but that person is gonna retaliate and say me okay what about when yeah. I didn't like when you, so then it becomes a battle. Uh, back to what, what do you call it stonewalling stonewalling now, now, now we stone, back oh, now we, we about to build a castle <laughs> and then we're going to turn back around and say oh we got all these issues now okay where do we go from here which issue do we start with then you start challenging then you start thinking about a relationship okay is it worth it is it something that I should be in was I ready for a relationship is it worth my time you start going through all of that stuff but it, I mean no relationship is, is going to be easy because you it's just a do. Is the person that I'm with currently now, uh, do I want to, you know, go through all of this with this one person? Mm-hmm. Because you, you're you going to see issues again. So you that's see? more, that's a really good point. Can you repeat that last part? Oh, Lord. I'm which part? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which part. <laughs> you're saying, basically, you're going to go through stuff with people. Mm-hmm. So do I just want to go through this shit with you? Right. Right. I, do I do you want to go through those issues with that particular person? Because you're no matter what, we all have our personal issues. 
So we have to ask ourselves, the person that I'm with, am I willing to be in the trenches with this person? Or do I want to move on and possibly find somebody else? To be in the trenches. <laughs> so, but you're going to be in the trenches. <laughs> we're going to find our way to these trenches. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. I think that's really important. So, we covered finding yourself, knowing mm-hmm. that you are, you know yourself, you're happy with yourself before you invite somebody into your life. Mm-hmm. Then we talked about communicating and after we're in that serious relationship with somebody, what we should talk about um, before the proposal, before we're even engaged. Right, so, now... Right. We've conquered all of that. Mm-hmm. We marry now. Okay. Oh, we, <laughs> we marry now. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> and so what have like some things that you have seen dealing with married couples that kind of come up um, or some tips you want to give to um, the audience when they might get, I know some people are, I know a few people that are married right now. Mm-hmm. Um, any tip that you would give them in their beginning stages of their marriage to look out for or to like, you know, be aware of? Well, I think, I think it is. I think sometimes when people um, um, switch from couples to being married, um, they tend to, you know, switch some things about sometimes that doesn't need to be. And what I mean by that is, you know, don't stop traveling, you know, still travel, have fun, really date your partner, even though they're married, date, they have date nights, um, spend time with, do check-ins, um, not just with the communication, but check-ins in general, babe, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. What's been going on? How was your day? And some, and sometimes, um, Go past that because you want to make sure that you're intimate with your partner and intimate, not necessarily in a sexual um, means, but intimate in the sense of I really want to make sure I know you and I know who you are. I know what you stand for. I know what ticks you off. I, I really I know when you're off and you don't even have to tell me. OK. And those are some things that that's when you know you're starting to build building intimacy with that person. When you can, you don't even have to speak on something or you can the way you say hello and if I'm if I'm normally like, hey, how you doing? And then I turn, then the next day I'm kind of like, hey, what's up? You, what's going on, babe? Like, mm-hmm. I, what's what's really? No, don't tell me that because I know you. You know. Yeah. So you want to be able to in a marriage, you don't want to forget just because you 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 locked them up and they cuffed down that oh I don't have to think about or you know no you still do check ins with her you still check, um date or you know your your partner um you still want to make sure. You implementing timeouts. Um, you want to make sure that um, you're not hiding anything. You're not lying. I mean, some of these things are just like, duh, but you would be surprised <laughs> you the, who, who's lying. <laughs> so, yeah. So just stop lying. Uh, be honest. Be truthful. Um, be yourself. Um, I would I would say that's probably it because I've I've already spoken on communication like a hundred times. So like, I would probably say that's it because if you can get if you can get through all of those things, then you you could potentially have a long, successful marriage. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of um, not forgetting that it's not all about you. It's about us. And um, if you keep the us in, in, in the mix, and I always say, and even when you're having discussions with one another and saying, okay, well, what? And it doesn't necessarily have to be an argument. It's just a matter of, okay, now what is beneficial for the both of us? I know what she's saying that she needs. And I know what I need. Now, what do we need and how do we move forward to make sure that both of us are getting our needs met? And I think I think if you can do that, then you can pretty much get through anything. 
That's really great advice. That is, mm. I'm my mind, I'm blown away. I didn't expect to receive. I didn't even know I needed this conversation. <laughs> I thought my audience well, needed this happy. conversation. You know, I was like, this is for them because you know I got my life together. Next <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I received a lot of the message you were saying. Right. One last thing, I was looking um, at like marriage rates, mm-hmm. right? And this comes up a bit when I'm talking to people, especially when I'm talking to guys. Okay, um, they're like, I'm not ready for marriage because. I'm not where I want to be. I'm not, I'm not ready to provide or something like it's all about financials. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was reading um, an article and they're saying that's one of the reasons why people aren't getting married mm-hmm. is because these finances It's like, Oh, I, I'm not, I'm not able to do this. And I, even when I'm, I was dating um, a while ago, this one guy was like, I'm not ready to be in a relationship because I'm not where I want to be financially. And I'm like, what does that have to do with me? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you That's speak on that? Like, have I can, you seen I can, that prior? I can, I can or do, yeah, I can I can add a little insight. Um, a lot of men's perspective on things is to. Um, they are a provider, you know, that men typically, that's how, that's, it's almost like a woman's, um, has intuition, but also a women, a women typically are nurturers. Mm-hmm. That just, that's innate. That's within us. We can't change that. And that's the same thing with men. Men have, a, um, it's innate for them to be a provider, to be the man, to be the leader. Okay. Um, and so, uh, typically if that is, is, is a little shaky and that's not, it's not stable, it's hard for them to want to take a woman who they're serious about, right? Because that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Some men, you know, will, <laughs> will typically entertain whoever and don't have nothing together. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they, they didn't mean for it to be serious in the first place. Yeah. But then when you have a guy who really wants to take you serious and wants to be with you and they're not stable themselves, a lot of times they're not going to move to another level with you. They're not because how can, how can a man himself... Um, um, be a provider for a woman if he can't provide for him. How can he provide for a woman if he can't provide for himself? There's no way he can do that if he's not bringing in the funds, if he's not able to take care of um, the bills, if he's not able to say, hey, you know, babe, you, you're trying to, you know, get this project off the ground, let me help you with this. If they cannot add to, to you, and you have to ask yourself that, what do you want from them if they can't add from add to you? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, um, and I'm not saying this is all about, you know, oh, you got to get your money. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is you want to make sure that the partner that you're choosing is either on the same level, I would assume. Yep. I mean, that's just my opinion. That's not, <laughs> that's not, that's this not. Is not in the book. This is my opinion. <laughs> you would, I would at least say, speaking specifically from me, that you would at least want a man who, um, is on your level or above your level. Okay. And, and and simply, and only because of that helps you, you want, if you have a, it's almost like when you look at the, the zoo or whatever, and you see you got that lion, and you have the, the um, what's the Antelope? Female? I don't know. What's that female lion name? Lioness. Lioness, oh. <laughs> yeah, you have a lioness. You know, you, you, you have a king, and you're a queen, and you want to make sure that he's doing his job and helping carry his weight. And so a lot of men that cannot carry their weight and if they and they are, a lot of men can tell from when they speak to you, see you, see what you're about, hear your standards, hear what, you know, what you have going for yourself, they'll know whether or not to 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 knock themselves out or to keep themselves involved. And mm-hmm. it's it's all it's all um what is it? It's all levels really, honestly. I always but, thought it was a cop out. Really? Mm-hmm. I I feel like if if you know for a fact that the man is doing what he's supposed to do, 
is he, you know, he has his stuff together, but he's saying, I'm not ready. I just don't. Then that possibly is a okay. cop out. But if you have, if you really looking at him, you saying, well, you, you know, he don't really have what he's supposed to be doing. Or uh, every day, every other day is something. Or he flip flop and one day he's, do, he's wholeheartedly doing what he's supposed to be doing. Next minute, he kind of falling off the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Then you have to, I guess, based on you and knowing that person, you would have to make the decision whether or not it's a cop out or not. But sometimes, you know, men could be, I mean, they are providers. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> <So. laughs> even my last week, um, my special guest last week, they were mentioning that. Mm-hmm. And it came up. Um and I was like, you know, I'm gonna be making great money with this podcast thing. Mm-hmm. And they was okay. So you're making 150 thousand a year, and your partner is making 40 thousand. Okay. Right. Is that going? And I was like, that's not gonna be my partner. <laughs> right. And it sounds. <laughs> and I had to explain, expand, and like you know, not no shade to anyone who makes 40 thousand. Right. Right. You know, I just in my mind, there's no way I'm making the kind of money I'm making have the resources that I have right. making this kind of money and you still making the money that you're making. And so that's how I looked at it. Right, whatever. right. It's like not even, you know, because at this point, we can be on the same level, but you're choosing not to be on the same level as me. Right. I'm like, and my, now I'm like, why not? You know, what's hindering you from wanting to make more money when you have because most people they don't have the resources right you know, they're like right. Man, I, mean, I wish I could have the opportunity to meet this person I wish I was able to do this and, that's true and here you that's are true. and you have the resources to meet this and that and buy this and you still making 40 I don't I wouldn't understand as, <laughs> as my partner how that could be my mate I'm like you right. can't we not marrying it best with this is we're gonna get the, and I guess that's right. the time for divorce like you know you're not continuing to grow so, okay yeah, that was just interesting. I know, like I said, I read the article and I was just like, I want to see her her viewpoint. Because like I said, I just thought it was always a cop-out. But hearing you, like, explain right, it. Right, right. Okay, like, I guess that does make sense. Right. Like it, I, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I, I do, I see your point too. So I think it does matter um, which, the guy that's in front of you and who you're analyzing. Yeah. I think you would be able to say, okay, is this, is this his situation where he's trying to do better, but he, it's going to take him some time? Or is it where he's just not he's done like he has leveled out mm-hmm. there's no more he's not looking forward to growing anymore and if I feel as though as a person or a female that I can I see myself longevity that cannot be he has to always be hungry or be moving or on this type of level as I am then you would know you need to cut your losses and move on because it's wasting your time at the end of the day so it is what it is we all <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we think, you know, the guy in front of us is the guy, but sometimes he's not. He's not so, sometimes. That's very true. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Like, well, thoroughly. that's good. I had fun, too. This has been, <laughs> it's been a blast. She was nervous um, right, right before we got on. Like, I everyone is nervous. nervous. But yeah. she just, like, this was amazing. Is there any last thing, any last advice, any last tips you want to give um, to anyone in any stage of dating and relationships when it comes, you know, to your expert advice that you have seen? Um... Hmm. Honestly, no. I don't think I have any more. Any more nuggets. Any more nuggets? No, not on the top of my head as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No. I think. I think everything I've kind of like spoken about today, um, is a start. So you can take that and then you know make it, you know make it applicable to yourself. And if you need more. You can hire her. 
Yeah, if you need more. For $600 an hour. <laughs> no, I'm a little cheap. I'm a cheap uh, compared to uh, David Woods fellow. But yes, you, you can definitely uh, follow me on Instagram at jsmiles, J-A-E-S-M-I-L-E-Z. Follow me there. Or, and if you, if you want to reach out to me, can I get my number on this thing? Yeah, it's yeah. up to you. Yeah. You can give my you uh you can call me. This is my cell. 954-882-0930. So yeah, you can reach out to me and I'll be able to help you or give you advice. Okay. So her Instagram and her phone number, any way to contact her will be in the show notes uh show notes of this episode. Um please reach out to me if you have any questions. Um Maybe if y'all have enough questions, then I can, like, get her back next season. Woo! We can answer y'all questions. I don't know. We never know, right? Tarsco, we gotta get this going. Um, so reach out to me if you have any other questions. And then um, reach out to her as well. As always, wrap it up. Show your heart. Keep the faith. That love is out there waiting for you.